0: I'm George Faust. And I'm Madeline Adams. And this is Inside Cajun
1: Nation. KLFY presents Inside Cajun Nation. Sponsored by Dudley Debozier Official injury lawyers of the Louisiana Rage and Cajuns.
0: Uh, hi, hello, and welcome in to this edition of Inside Cajun Nation. I'm George Faust. And on this episode of the show, we're going to talk Cajun baseball, softball, both teams opening up. Some Sunbelt Conference matchups at home this week and also on tonight's show. Raging Cajun football entering week three of the spring football season. Plus, we'll talk with basketball, talk a little basketball with a former Raging Cajun who just happens to be a state championship coach here in the state of Louisiana. That's going to be an impressive little conversation we don't want you to miss in our UL alumni spotlight. But first... Let's talk some baseball. UL opened Sunbelt Conference play with Coastal Carolina. And on Friday, got things off on the right foot, winning game one with another solid performance from Spencer Arigetti. The 9-2 win was impressive. UL's first conference series is a three-game set, but UL added a fourth game versus the Cajuns on Monday as a way to pick up an extra game. Head coach Matt Deck says handling the pitching for this coming that, that weekend was a bit different.
1: Not unlike a tournament, uh, you know, a conference tournament or a regional, and and it's, it's obviously uh, you're going to need to get some good starting pitching, and you're going to have to have guys step up and throw a couple of different times. Uh, but it's not that big of a, a, a difference, really. I'm feeling pretty good the, over the past few games. Uh, just trying to keep everything simple, Try and see the ball, and just uh, get a good put, get uh, get a good pitch, and put a good swing on it, and not try to do too much. Just let uh, let the game come to me, and kind of been having some good bats lately, and things have been working out.
0: All right, some Cajun softball. A wild weekend of games. A lot of diamond action at Lampson Park as the Cajuns went looking. Into the weekend for their seventh win in nine tries. Now UL has a unique schedule situation, as six games and three days will be played. Head coach Jerry Glasgow continuing to juggle scheduling issues and lineup issues due to those unforeseen early season injuries. That's the type of adjustments we're just going to have to keep making and making and making, and that's part of the game. It's not it's not abnormal. It's it's uh, the frequency's abnormal, but. You know, it's you can't use that as an excuse. We should have won every single game. No matter who we had on our field. uh, On the field out of our dugout, we should have won those games. All right, Swishing Sports now. to Raging Cajun women's basketball. The season comes to an end for them. A couple of weeks ago as the basketball team and their historic 50th season came to an end at the 2021 Women's National Invitational Tournament also known as WNIT. After the Cajuns, they fell to UT Martin 58-48. It was a season unlike any other in 2021 where the Raging Cajuns will not be remembered for their exit in the WNIT, but for their first-ever Sunbelt Conference regular season championship, a program-record 15-game winning streak, and a group of seniors that have made an impact, a huge one, on the team.
1: Head coach Gary Broadhead. You look at it, and you—the whole thing when they come in as freshmen, when they leave for for the real world—we, you know, to me that's a big part of what I do as a coach is try to help what their parents have developed in, into young ladies, into into women, you know, and you know this senior group, man—they're I mean, gonna be successful, man. I just—they're great leaders, they're great people. They took this program and and in in a short period of time they turned it around because. You know, we weren't very good a couple of years ago and and for them to to come in and and really work hard and and, and build it. So, yeah, I'm very proud of what all five of them brought, you know, and and continue. I I think it's going to continue on. You know, they're going to leave a legacy of, you know, hey, you work hard and you follow the system and you believe in the system, good things can happen to you. At the end of the day, I mean, what can you say? You know, you have a loss. You know, we'd love to win and finish off the season with some wins, but at the same time, I know the big win is there for the seniors, you know, and uh, great role models for our younger kids in life, you know, with all the, the, the stuff going on in, in the communities and throughout the world. Here we are benefiting from what we created here at, at UL. And they are gonna create, my thing is they're gonna change, you know, they're gonna change a lot of things the way the communities are, they believe in one another. He's just proud of these young women and, and In the direction that they're going to bring. All right, still to come on Inside Cajun Asia. We're going to
0: check in with the Cajun football program as they continue spring football. We are back in 90 seconds.
1: This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling.
0: Welcome back to the show. This is Inside Cajun Nation. I'm George Faust. And with the start of spring, that means the return of football for the raging Cajuns. That means another year of lofty expectations. After three quality seasons under head coach Billy Napier, who is entering his fourth season as the Cajuns head coach, this time... Last year, football spring practices had already been canceled for the Cajuns. uh, They followed that up with arguably arguably easy for me to say their best season in program history in 2020. The past is the past, yes, but the past for UL was oh so promising with every bowl game starter, but Trey Regis and Elijah uh, Eli Mitchell Returning quarterback Levi Lewis says the success last year is creating motivation for this season and coach Billy Napier says practice makes
1: perfect. I think it's important. Um, I think we all want championship results. You know, I think the big thing for us is if if we want championship results then we've got to have championship practice, right? I think. Practice performance is game day reality. And uh, there's no question. And uh, I'm very impressed with how our kids are working here over the first four days. Um, You know, I think the intensity of our preparation and practice should reflect the urgency and the focus that we have on game day. Um.
0: And if you missed anything from our exclusive show featuring everything Raging Cajuns, that's this program inside Cajun Nation, then you need to check out our Cajun Nation podcast wherever you get podcasts. Everybody does it, so why don't you? Come on, everybody's doing it, you know. Coming up next on Inside Cajun Nation, we turn back the pages and talk with a UL alum who's been doing something special in the community as a high school hoop coach legend. We'll chat with him next on Inside Cajun Nation. to Inside Cajun Nation. I'm George Faust alongside the STM head basketball coach and a raging Cajun alum. That's Danny Broussard right there. He's uh, decided to join us and look. You do something well and you're a raging Cajun alum. We like to tell you about it, and that's (laughs) what we are doing here tonight. Thanks so much for staying up with us. Hope you're enjoying the show and coach Danny. uh, 2021 a state championship. Your fourth in a row. Let's talk about this one first, and uh, you had a couple of great uh, you had a lot of great players on that team that yeah. you that you just won the state championship with, yeah. uh, but uh, take me through the process of the playoffs, and uh, you guys were able to kind of uh, make your way all the way to uh, Lake
2: Charles and win that s- the state championship. Yeah, George. You know, uh, I was a little concerned this year, George, going in because you know uh, because of COVID, the football playoffs were backed up. You know, and we didn't get the football guys until December the 29th, and George, I had 11 guys <laughs> off the football field coming <laughs> to basketball, so we were a little worried about that. You know, it was like, man. Are we it, are uh, we going to be at a peak in time? That was my biggest concern. I knew I had good players, but we were able to peak in time. And, man, sure enough, you know, we got them back in Georgia. I knew for the Sunkiss shootout, uh, we were able to play this g- really good MRA team from Madison uh, Richland Academy yeah. in Mississippi. They came in at, uh, they were like 19-1. and 1. They do only mm-hmm. lost one game. So we knew it'd be a, a battle, you know. And while we won that game, I said, man, we, we, you know, we're better early than I thought we'd be, you know. So I've had a good feeling about our team, obviously. and uh, you know, playoffs came on I mean, George, I tell you, when the playoffs came, we really peaked at the right time. You know, a lot of people went to that state championship game, and they said, man, that u team wasn't very good. Well, I'm going to tell you Baton Rouge people that u was a very good basketball team. Uh, George, they beat the 5A state champion, Zachary. Okay. They beat the Division 3 champion, Dunham, and they beat the uh, Division IV champ, uh, Jehovah Jireh. They beat three state champions. We really played well in the state championship game. We came out firing on all pistons. I mean, we were hitting three-point shots. We were trapping, getting turnovers. George, we we forced 14 turnovers in the first half, and we were 8 of 16 from the three-point land. So when you do it, you know we play yeah. that well. There, it, there was really no hard stopping. to stop. You, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh,
0: and so even even the team you beat in the uh, um, in the semifinals, semifinals, you were telling <laughs> telling yeah. us after after that game in the media yeah. uh, press conference,
2: uh, don't uh, we beat this team? But dude, that team was good. Liberty was a very good Liberty, basketball that's team. Right. Yeah, I think I think uh, George talent-wise, I thought they were the best team that we in our in our division we played now madison prep might have been the best thing we played all year long but that's you know that that was a class three eight yeah but as far as for in our division liberty had some very nice talented athletes and uh you know we came out it came out a little tough in the first quarter down by eight you know and i was like (laughs) i knew it was gonna be a game and then George, the second quarter really turned it on and then we really got some separation in the third and then you know it kind of like once we took a bunch of chart you know it's kind of interesting because i thought the strength of that team was their height uh, and they had talented three-point shooters uh-huh. and the ability to take charge fouls. I challenged our guys. Hey, let's see if we can answer them tonight and let's take as many charges as they did. George, we doubled the charge fouls yeah. they took. And it really turned that game around, I thought. And they got a little frustrated. And next thing you know, we, we up by 20. Let me ask you a question yeah. because this is something that
0: I know, I know you do it. Yeah. But I'm also curious because in the state semifinals, Liberty did it to you guys. Yeah. And LCA, they, they did the same thing. Uh, in their game. Uh, they got a lead and we're in the second quarter. Yes. And they oh, they pull back a little. Yeah. W- help me out here yeah. because that early in the game to me right. seems like that's a little too soon to do that. Or, or yeah. are you hoping that you just hang on to the ball longer than yeah. they could have it? I, or? I
2: think in this situation. Uh, he was in a little bit of foul trouble.
0: For Liberty. Liberty was in foul trouble.
2: So I think his thinking was that, well, to keep my guys out of foul trouble, I'm gonna hold the ball. Okay. And so, you know, and I knew that going in, I knew they were in foul trouble. I knew that if we got the ball, we'd get to the foul line and get more free throw opportunities. So we, I let him hold it for about 30 seconds and so we kinda have a game plan when that happens, you know, we've kind of sure. prepared for that. So we call it our purple defense <laughs> and, and we just kind of trap it, you know. And so we pick out the guy that we think might be the guy most turnover prone sure, on that team. Sure. And so we called out a number. I'm not gonna say his number, let's just say <laughs> fifty-five, you know. Purple fifty-five. And so what we maybe do George's. We we guarded this other kid, made him pass And when he passes this fifty-five. We double teamed yeah. and if you saw the first play, he had a player control foul, we got the ball back, went down and scored. They came back again, we trapped again, forced a turnover, and scored again. George, all of a sudden, it goes from 8 to 4, and we got all the momentum on our side. Right. So it really kind of backfired on right, which is Right, which is my point, yeah. is
0: if you just kept playing your game yes. that you were playing, yeah. you well, might have fouled out some guys, yep. possibly, yeah. but you also had the lead. Yeah. So it, if, you, if you transition, if you score two, you score two, right. we sc- you know, if I don't f- know. It, yeah. it, it was just interesting to me to watch because I was like, "Why is he doing this?" Right. It was second quarter. Second quarter. Lot really a lot of basketball left to be played. It's really
2: early, yeah. And yeah. you know, uh, But uh, I, guess, I mean, I guess you have to. I guess he was picking his poison. You right. Know, exactly, exactly. So you know, do I try that yeah. and hold it and, and right. maybe keep my guys out of foul trouble? And yeah, it be really backfired him. And then, interesting enough, in the third quarter we fouled out we kept going to the basket george because you know i told them at halftime hey guys they are in foul trouble we got to take advantage of if you just settle for three pointers all night long and don't make them guard you then you don't you know they just stay at three fouls but yeah. we kept attacking and attacking and we kept taking charge fouls. you know it's another thing we did so all that played entire advantage and then like i said once they got well uh, they two of their better players out it, it, and it was over you know yeah. yeah
0: yeah absolutely so you go on you win the state championship that was in lake charles it was cool to actually see uh Meaningful playoff basketball at the Cajun Dome yes, for the, for that the semifinals. That that was, that, w- that was awesome. That was nice. Uh, especially because we had a couple of local teams that were able to play there. Right, right. Uh, so that made it a little more interesting. It, and it did. And it, and, and look for for a, a weird year that it's been with COVID and handling that situation, to get to that point uh, and, and to be able to play some high school basketball with people in the with, stands. With people in the stands. <laughs> because last year you guys <laughs> won a state championship at, on your own court. <laughs> With nobody there except for the media and, <laughs> right. and a few uh, workers, workers, right? Workers, right? Yeah. Exactly. A few administrators, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll talk more about uh, some basketball. We'll we'll I got a you got a couple of players we need to talk about, all right? And uh, mostly in name: Carter Domingue and Jaden Shelvin, and then uh, then obviously Jack Besh uh, was a nice addition as well. We'll sure. talk all about that when we return right here on Inside Cajun Nation. He is STM's four-time consecutive. They've won five, right? Six. Six. I get it wrong every year. One year I'm going to get it right. Six state championships for the STM Cougars. Danny Broussard is the head coach. He's our guest here on Inside Cajun Nation. We'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. Thanks so much for taking some time out of your Sunday night to join us. Danny Broussard is our guest. He's a raging Cajun alum. If you're trying to figure out Wait, why is the STM basketball coach on Inside Cajun Nation? He's
2: it he says it's our alumni spotlight. I, I, I want to say this. I'm a proud alum, and as a matter of fact, I went to the softball game today to watch the the, the Lady cage. Okay, I'm am a, a sports fan. I love baseball. I love softball. So and I and I go to football games, obviously. Yeah. So right, right. Uh, you know, I went to New Orleans when they travel. So I I uh I, you I support I, the Cajuns. I support the Cajuns through and through. Yes, I, sir. I understand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> One of the cool things about this year's team is is uh, you know. As a person that covered your your team for as long as I've been here, right. uh, you have four. You have a guy, two guys on that team that have won four state. You might have more, but I know I of know. two, in yeah. Jaden and, and uh, Carter that won four straight state championships. Right. How rare is it's, something like that?
2: Yeah. You know, George, I did a little bit of, uh, you know, I, I'm a kind of a historian of the top 20 because sure. I've been going since I was a little kid. <laughs> My brother Ricky brought me to the games at, at Rapids Parish Coliseum in Alexandria, okay. you know. So it's kind, of, it's kind of just been part of me, you know. And, I, and so I did a little bit of, I said, I want to see something. And uh, George, right. I think a seven. Uh, uh, the, t- the record is seven. Zwali so won seven straight. Wow. and then and then there's uh, and i can't i wish i had the stats me, but there's one team that's won five and when i said well how many have won four and we're one of only four teams that have won four state championships back to back so it i thought it kind of put us in a different uh, category kind of you know so i thought it was kind of cool for us to win four in a row
0: yeah absolutely yeah. And, and and for for a, a freshman as you come in as a freshman yeah. Uh, speaking specifically of Carter and, and mm-hmm. Jade, those guys <laughs> to have the opportunity to win that many—that's that takes a lot of uh, teamwork yeah. because in basketball, while one guy can can kind of adjust the flow of a right. of a team. Right. You still have to have that, you know, somebody to pass it to, and right. they got to be able to knock down a shot or two. Who, who Who's the t- the tall kid that starts for you? Yeah, uh, I tell you, I thought he was a
2: key, key yeah, officer. I, yeah. Christian Landry. Yes, right? and yes. Talk about, hey, you want to talk about Cougar? You want to talk about Cajun fans? Hey, his dad doesn't miss a, bas- a UL basketball <laughs> game. He's right there behind. He's right there behind Coach Maul in every game. He's a big bat- big UL fans. But yeah. Christian Landry was a key for us this year because yes. George yes. when they concentrated on those two. We popped out and he hit a yep. bunch of. Th- he let he our I team play. I noticed that. I
0: noticed that like m- during district playoffs. Yes, was, I was very impressed with was, the boy. He, he played big. the ball. He was big play. for us. So um, obviously you got you got three more of those back at the uh, at the school yeah. to match this. Yeah. Uh, what do we look like next year?
2: What is STM going to do next year? It's a different look, to say the <laughs> least. <laughs> you won't see. You know, I want to talk a little bit about when you, when, yes. when you talk about Carter, Carter and Jay, yeah, 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 I mean, what can you say about those two guys, George? Yeah. I mean, look. You sometimes a coach is blessed to get one of those guys, and I just happen to get two of them at the same time. And th- you know, there's no secret to why I made this four-year run. I mean, that, those two guys have been tremendous for us. You mentioned Jack Besh. What a tr- he's and he'll be the first to tell you he's not a basketball player, right. but he is a tremendous athlete, one of the best I've ever coached. And George. That kid will do anything to win. He's a competitor, man. He loves to win, and he was big for us. And i, I got to mention, I got to mention our, our guy, Bryce Bouillon. That was, un, I thought, kind of the glue of the team, really, the unsung hero who just did everything for us, rebounded. He could hit a three every now and then, he, but he was just, and he took three, and char- I'd say championship uh, yeah. game, I mean, in the, in the semifinal, semifinal games, yeah. took some big charges. So it took all of that. Hey, what about our little running back, Tobin Theveneau? Yeah. He hits two threes in the championship game. So, George, it takes some luck. It takes some skill. You know, you got everything going on, and we just got—we just kind of all put it together at the end. So, as
0: <laughs> long as I've been covering, uh, I've been here what 19 years now, almost 20 years, two decades. That's hard to believe, but uh, so every year, you, it, it comes. a uh, coach. What y'all got? <laughs> uh, we're gonna. Eh, you know, I don't know, man. This, this might be—we're uh, tough. It's not gonna have state championship. <laughs> oh, I don't know, uh, George. I don't know what's gonna. Uh, so I—I I, I know you. Uh, I, I tend to might have to believe you this year when you go, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But I watched some of yeah. those guys play. You got
2: got some of those guys yeah. in throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, they still look pretty solid. <laughs> you know, George, look, I'm excited. You know, kind of it's kind of funny, but kind of like starting again off from scratch almost, you know, kind of excited about next year, about the opportunity to kind of mold some of these young guys. And I tell you, George, I... Uh, you know, can we win five in a row? I'm not going to count us <laughs> out. Don't count us out. Don't bet against us. But yeah. it is going to be a challenge, obviously. And there's some good teams coming up. But I tell you, I like we got some good young kids. We got a mix of the kids we just talked about that had got, you know, a little bit of playing time this yeah. year that did a pretty solid job for us. You know, so, you know, we mesh all that together. Uh, I, I'll say this. We might start off a little rough, but I think by January, February, we're, 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 we're going to make gonna, a playoff We'll make, make a little run. We'll make a little run.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good stuff. Well, look, let's talk some college basketball. Okay. Obviously, uh, NCAA tournament yeah. uh, that's going on. But uh, for uh, let's start with the with the men, the raging Cajun men. I mean, you you watch basketball yeah. enough? You you're a big uh, supporter and right. fan. Uh, this team this team had some stre- uh, some streaks. Yeah. And they, yeah. they, they they seemed like they were uh, they had it together, and then all of a sudden, maybe some injuries came into play, uh, other yeah. things like that. Yeah. Uh, it's a weird year. Yeah. What did you see from the
2: Cajuns that you, you think this team is is pretty decent? Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, I kind of watched them as much as I could, especially yeah, sure. with streaming. Uh, but, yeah, George, I, I tell you, man, it, there, there was some talent on that basketball team. And, you know, uh, I love the kid from, I'm having a name escape, the kid from Rayville. Okay. Um, uh, 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 guard? God. Yeah, the guard from it's Rayville. Uh, uh, Malik. Malik. Malik, Malik Wilson. Wilson. Malik it's- Wilson. Love that kid. I think he's one of the best players in that conference, you know. And then, obviously, Cedric Russell from, from Peabody yep. can can light it up any night. You know, I think the only thing they had was a little bit of consistency this year, you know. I think some games, they you know, they just, they just didn't shoot it well and that, that hurt them, you know. Uh, the big kid did a great job sometimes this year. Again, some some games you'd see him score 15 and the next game maybe four. So, I just think that was the only problem they had was a little bit of consistency, you know. But, again, I know that was a scary – you know, I know those other coaches in the Sun Belt was saying, that, you know, is a scary team, you know, and uh, again, uh, that, that one little stretch in that in that semifinal game, you know, and they had a little bad stretch, and, and next thing you know, they you know, kind of you know, get beat. But uh, it was a team that could have won it all with a little bit of luck. And again, right. things have to go your way. A couple of injuries, you know, but uh, but I, I think I think uh, next year might be Bob's year to to really do some damage and roll and perhaps maybe win that conference.
0: Uh, that'd be that'd be good. It's been uh, 2014 was the last time the Raging Cajuns. Yeah. Made it into the NCAA tournament. That was Alfred Payton. I think right. Sean Long Sean was Long. on that team, Sean but uh, Long. he wasn't a hey, feature. Tell you something about Sean, Bryce Ryan.
2: Washington. So, yeah, tell yeah. you something. we played Bryce Washington. That's when we were Saint Augustine in the state yeah, championship. Right, Thirteen. Right. We beat Bryce Washington and uh, uh, Victor Craig Victor. That was LSU. Six seven and six eight, and our postcards were six one and six two. <laughs> but we did a good job of blocking out George. Right. But no, but uh, you know Sean Long came into our gym as a senior at Morgan City High. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I thought he was going to break the goal down. He must have had six. It was a scrimmage game. Dunks. He must have had six dunks. I'm <laughs> like, man, coach. I told Co- waiting till it was the coach yeah, said, yeah. I take him out, man. Them. We we can't stop that kid. Yeah, yeah. You knew he was going to be a hell, of a, a hell of a college player. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. and he was. Yeah, and he and was playing professionally, no right.
0: man. Uh But yeah, so so that that's uh, always fun to talk about. And, and I think the Cajuns, you know, hopefully can get get some uh, consistency, not get bit by the injury bug. That's yeah. been an issue the past yeah. few years. Talk about. So uh, yeah. hopefully, Coach Marlin can get some. Uh, Get some luck on his side. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- real quick, let's talk a l- real about the women's basketball team. Yeah. I, I know uh, you don't, you like you said, you don't get to see everything, right. but uh, obviously the. Uh, the women did something right. They got to the WNIT first time in program history. Yeah. They've only been to the NCAA champion, uh, tournament right, once. Right, I was yeah. under Jay Kelly Hall. I Kelly. I'll, I'll, I'm so old that I actually covered that. You did. Yeah, right? I did. Yeah, I was man. in Austin watching that game. We we have a
2: drill, blockout <laughs> drill. For, I got it from Jay Kelly. We call it Jay Kelly Hall drill, oh, nice, and that's something. Nice. Man, I was coming with a, a drill for Coach Gary Broadhead. I do tell you this much: we want to play. We have a special play we run, and I got it from Gary. He ran, I saw him run it four times in a game. I'm like, how can he get the same play and he scored? He scored all four times. I said, Gary, I want that play. <laughs> we, as a matter of fact, I, you know this when he was at tournaments, we call it Rebel. In ah, the, it, there as you I, go. I'm about to name it Broadhead, Broadhead. broadhead but yeah. what a year, Gary we, George, I don't know if you know this, but Gary and I start off together. Uh, our girls played Bitty basketball okay. together. Yeah. And back in the days we were at the Holy Oh, Holy Rosary Gym. Yep. We we Gary did some kind of weird connector to get to get us in there to play games on every Saturday morning. We wound up, we were painting the gym. Gary and I would 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 clean it up, paint it, we wound up refereeing the games, kind of coaching all we could, and it was awesome. You know one thing we did I thought was awesome? We never kept score. People say, well, what's the score of this game? Hey, it doesn't matter what the score is. We're trying to develop these young girls to play the game. It was. Yeah. I thought it was a great I mean, it, Hey, I'm not. That was Gary's idea. I just yeah. went along with You're it. Right, right. But it, it we just, I can keep the score. I thought it was All awesome. Right. Kids just played, not worrying about if they were down by 10 or 15. And I thought it really was a good development for these young girls to just play the game of basketball that they loved and not worry about winning and losing. Just get better. Yeah. You know? And Gary, Gary was uh, innovative at that time.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Coach, thanks so much for the time. Absolutely. Always a pleasure to talk hoops with you. Yeah. And uh, congratulations on your fourth straight state championship six total <laughs> six. Count them Carter one, two, three, four, five, six, because last year, yeah, last year to- that you go, go check him. out my Twitter. If you want At George found 10, you'll understand that uh, and uh, that's going to do it for tonight. We hope you enjoyed our show inside Cajun Nation for coach Danny Broussard and the rest of the crew here at KLFY. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Cajun Nation.